Hey, welcome back to 10 Minutes Together. Luke chapter 18, verse 9 through verse 14 is a parable of the Pharisee and tax collector that Jesus tells um, as a criticism to the religious elite of his day. And it reads like this. Jesus also told this parable to some who were confident that they were righteous and looked down on everyone else. Quote, two men went up. They went up to the temple to pray. One was a Pharisee. The other was a tax collector. The Pharisee stood and prayed about himself like this. God, I thank you that I am not like other people. Extortionists. Unrighteous. Adulterers. Or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give a tenth of everything I get. The tax collector, however, stood far off and would not even look up. He wouldn't look up to heaven. But he beat his breast and said, God, be merciful to me, sinner that I am. I tell you that this man went down to his home justified rather than the Pharisee. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but he who humbles himself will be exalted. This is one of my favorite parables because it's such a, it's uh, unlike some of the other parables, it's pretty straightforward what what he's trying to get at here. Before I, before we jump into the to that text itself. I want to do a little bit of background work on the Pharisees. A few of these sects of Judaism uh, are just a, just a few examples. The Essenes were one. Essenes aren't discussed in the New Testament, but we have enough literature from Philo and Josephus and Eusebius, uh, who is a fourth century Christian historian. Uh, Philo and Josephus would have been almost contemporaries. Uh, I think Philo was before Jesus. Josephus was directly after. Um, so right in the same time period, uh, they they all talk about the Essenes, and they were a sectarian group who split off from uh, really the, the public eye. They went off into the desert and created their own little gathering, hoping to be found to be the elect of Israel. Paul was a zealot. Uh, and there can be some overlaps because Paul also was from the Pharisaic tradition. Um, but before we get to the Pharisees, there was also the Sadducees. And they were the more conservative, uh, you may say. Uh, they, were, they rejected the Pharisaic idea of the inspiration of oral law. Uh, they wanted to find only the word of the Lord in the Torah, the written Torah itself. The other thing that's interesting about the Sadducees is they were Roman sympathizers. So they 
had no problem working with and for the Roman Empire. And then you have the Pharisees, and the Pharisees were, it's possible they were birthed out of the Maccabean Revolt, uh, which was before Jesus's time. They were very hardcore about obeying the law, very hardcore about it. And this wasn't a superficial belief. Uh, there, there were devout, devout Pharisaic Jews who were loving their neighbor and who were doing the, the works that were commanded to them by God. So one of the things we tend to do is demonize all of Jews based on Jesus's criticisms of some Pharisees or Sadducees in his immediate vicinity. And that's something we should not do. Uh, but that's another topic. So the, who were the Pharisees? The Pharisees were strict law abiders. So they believed that everyone everywhere, whether they were in the temple or not, needs to obey the priestly laws, all of the laws of Moses, in order for God to see his people as obedient and bring his divine blessing to Israel. Luke 18. These two men are praying. One of them is a Pharisee. We just went through what a Pharisee is. The other is a tax collector. And a tax collector, according to a Pharisee, would have been one of the worst kinds of Jews because they were traitors. The the tax collector, maybe he was a Jew by birth, but he was a Roman sympathizer. He didn't have a problem working for God's enemy, Caesar, Rome. God, I am worshiping you and you alone. I obey the Torah. I follow Moses. I follow Abraham. I follow the King David, and I'm waiting on you to deliver me. Thank you for not letting me be a sympathizer like this tax collector. I reject Rome. I reject the adulterers of the Roman world, the unrighteous people, the Gentiles, the the greasy, nasty, half-breed people. I am a pure Jew. The tax collector, however, prays as well, and he says, as he beats his chest, God have mercy on me, a sinner. And what does Jesus say about these prayers? One is justified. One is in sin. Have you prayed a similar prayer about being the wise one not wearing a mask? Or being the wise one not submitting to the vaccine? Or have you been one who thanks the Lord that you're the wise one who does wear your mask. One who did get the vaccine. Thank you, Lord, for not making me like the ignorant people refusing the vaccine. Thank you, Lord, for not making me like the ignorant sheep who are taking the vaccine. Thank you, Lord, for giving me the wisdom to see that I shouldn't have to wear a mask, and so I won't. Thank you, Lord, 
for giving me eyes to see, ears to hear the truth, that wearing a mask is the way that I love my neighbor and worship you. And thank you for not making me like the ignorant fools who refuse to wear their mask. Thank you, Lord, for not making me like all the filthy Trump supporters. Thank you, Lord, for not making me like the blind, ignorant Biden supporters. Thank you, Lord, for not making me like someone else. Thank you for not making me like the person I disagree with. We have a problem in American Christianity right now. And it's not that we can't agree on the current politics of our day. That's always been the case. Our problem, our problem is that many of us who say we follow the Messiah, who are on the left or who are on the right, are unwilling to hear this parable to hear Jesus' own words saying, who is justified in this? Is it the one who is proud of his wisdom? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.